0: Hey, Richard Flint, and welcome to Let's Talk Human Behavior. See, here's something. Every aspect of life is about communication. Every day in every way, you are communicating. Now, for me, here's the interesting fact. You communicate with words, which are then defined by your behavior. The interesting thing is truth that you're communicating is really defined by your behavior, not your words. I've spent my life studying human behavior. And that's the reason that I've created this podcast. Let's talk human behavior. Because behavior is the essence of what you are saying with your life. Our time today is going to focus on behavior that makes a difference. When one has a passion for their life, it will always be defined through their behavior. When one is committed to making a difference, you'll always see it through their behavior. Life's real definition is always defined through your behavior. And my guest today is living proof of one person who has a crusade, whose commitment is daily defined by his behavior. My guest is Orin Hudson. Orin, welcome to Let's Talk Human Behavior. I am just so glad that you have joined us.
1: I'm glad to be with you, Richard. I I like me when I'm listening to you. You are the real deal, Holyfield.
0: Well, you know, here's one of the interesting things about you and I. We both share the same crusade and that crusade is all about helping young people because young people today are left in a world where too many are just wandering around. Not knowing who they are and not having a real definition of their life. And so they wind up being attracted to the wrong people and in that wrong people then a lot of things that are not good happen. And I know this has been your crusade for how many years
1: now? I've been doing this 21 years. I started my program uh, May 24th, 2000, and I've been doing it ever since.
0: Yeah. So I know a lot of my audience, uh, the people that are listening to our podcast, do not know who Orrin Hudson is, and you're a stranger to them. So tell... Tell them a little about who is, who is Oren. Tell, tell them a little bit about your study, your, your story.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm seven of 13 children. I grew up in the Birmingham Housing Projects, um, was making bad choices uh, in and out of foster homes. Or teacher came out of nowhere named James Edge and told me I was making bad choices that he was going to teach me to think. I said, what do you mean? He said, I'm gonna teach you chess. I said, I'm a checker guru. He said, checkers, you're using half of the board. He said, checkers, there's no females on the board and chess, the female is the most powerful piece on the board. I said, let's get on with the classes. So he taught me chess and I became the first African-American to defeat the Alabama state champion. And I went on to uh, help over 88,000 kids, teaching them how to think things through and how to be a champion, how to choose peace instead of violence. Heads up, pants up, grades up, and the big one, never give up.
0: And, and your your theme is, being, is built around the idea of be someone or be, be
1: somebody. Be someone. I came up with the name Be Someone because Abraham Lincoln, his mother, her last words on the planet, Abraham Lincoln, was be someone. Even though Abraham had failed many, many times running for public office, He took those two words, be someone, all the way to the White House. My assignment in life is to empower young people to be someone.
0: Is this a crusade for you?
1: Yes, sir. It's a mission. It's a crusade. I'm doing a free event this weekend. I'm committed to doing everything in my power to teach young people how to navigate the complexities of life. Don't do the first thing that pops in your head. Your first crack be a whack. and You can't take it back. So think before you act.
0: And you work with young people of all ages?
1: I I usually, I like the sweet spot to about nine to about 21, somewhere along in there. just trying to show young people how to dress like a champion, speak like a champion, and act like a champion. Behavior is critical.
0: Can you share with us maybe just a couple of the successes that you've had with working with young people?
1: Yes, sir. I've, I've um, helped Aaron Porter, who was uh, in and out of, uh, well, the judge gave him one chance to get his life together where he was going to jail, and I uh, mentored him, coached him. He became a Georgia State champion. It's teaching young people how to focus and how to, you know, use truth as your guide and integrity as your banner, and you will always be a winner.
0: Oren, how do the kids find you, or do you find them?
1: I find them. I'm always out here in the streets, going in bad neighborhoods, doing different things, promoting uh, all different ways, telling people, Look, bring your children to my free event. I'm here to help them get jobs and show them how to be a productive citizen, get a good education and stay away from the pitfalls of life.
0: What do you think is, is really missing in the lives of so many young people today?
1: I think you know home training, father figures in the home. Uh, we we got to have uh, accountability partners in the home. You know, you know my dad um, kind of uh, did everything he could to make sure that we uh, did the right thing. So I think we need a lot of people who just just father figures and 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 and, and home training and letting the children know that. School is your first job. Do well in school. The teacher don't need that information. You need that information.
0: So you find a young person who's walking down the wrong path, okay? How do you get them first of all to see they're walking the wrong path?
1: Well, I used to say, look, I'm a product of the product. I used to be just like you. I used to do this, I was following a follower. And I said, make sure what you're doing is a product of your own conclusion, because when you listen to the wrong people, you move in the wrong direction. I learned that from Richard Friend. Thank you, my brother. Uh, But just trying to show them that I used to be just like them. I, you know, was on the follower in and out of foster home, making bad choices, mostly just listening to the wrong people. So make sure what you do is a product of your own conclusion and ask yourself, is this true? Is this honest? Is this the best I can do? Make your next move your best move. Get your head up, get your pants up, get your grades up. And the big one, never give up.
0: Do you find that it's challenging sometimes to get young people who, you know, they're being pulled in so many different directions today. I mean, it's almost like they walk down the street and there are people there who want to capture them and want them to become whatever they want them to be, and is it challenging sometimes to take a young person who's already started down that wrong path? How do you, how do you pull them out of that, Oren? How do you break that? Because it becomes a routine for their life, and it can become a habit, and it can become something that will destroy them. How do you get them to see that there is a difference?
1: Well, I, I, I think the main thing you have a degree of caring. I care a lot and I try to do everything in my power to show them how what I used to do and how what I do now is better. And a lot of times they they gravitate to uh, things that work. And once they see me doing stuff that works, it kind of helps you. Now, you got a few knuckleheads that may not do it, but a lot of times they see, uh, I think the picture and let them see the picture. You know, if they can see the picture, then you can uh, sometimes change the direction.
0: Do you seek to get uh, the family to be involved? I mean, do you do you talk with the parents?
1: Yeah, I do parent workshops. Parents is critical because a lot of the problems we have is parents. Uh, a lot, sometimes it's uh lack of male father figures in the home. Um, and, I, and and just, yeah, parents is critical. And I, I tell people all the time that, you know, education is important and parents got to make a priority on children learning, motivate them to learn, uh, pay them to read books, whatever. Just get them to know that knowledge is power and that you, you, you don't have insight and wisdom and being able to have discernment to, to make the right move, you're going to get caught up
0: when I don't know exactly how to ask this, but you know, what do you see in kids that lack parents? What do, behaviors? What do you see?
1: Bad choices. People just running amok. Um, don't know that what you're doing now is you building a you're building a bridge and you're putting these things down and eventually over time it's going to collapse. So I'm just teaching young people how to build a strong foundation, how to choose peace instead of violence, do no harm, you know, just just be a good human being. What you sincerely desire for others will happen for you. Do not hurt no one because it's coming back to you. What you sincerely desire for others will happen for you.
0: Now, In what you do, do you seek to involve uh, law enforcement as a positive part of your program?
1: Yeah, I actually done a workshop about two months ago where it was how to survive a police interaction. And we had police involved, we had a judge involved, and we had lawyers involved. So I'm always trying to partner with different people because when we come together as one, we can achieve the extraordinary.
0: And do you find that law enforcement is willing to step up and help you with this?
1: Yeah, they 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 realize that we're all in the same boat and that, you know, I cannot be without the being today where they want to be. So we, re- we really try to work together to try to do everything in our power to teach young people that, you know, that your mind is a pearl you can change the world, but you've got to get your head in the game to be be successful.
0: Well... I know that the avenue that you have chosen is chess. Why? Why chess?
1: Chess saved my life, you know. Uh, chess teaches you pattern recognition. Chess teaches you, wait a minute, put that back. You can't do that. You lose if you do that. <laughs> it, it's a silent parent. It's a silent teacher. And you win or lose based on the decision that you make. So it takes. it teaches you right then and there you are 100% responsible for your success. If it's to be, it's got to be me. No one's coming to the rescue. And I love it because black and white is the same. Don't play the blame game. Play the win. You have everything you need to win the game. Your mind is a pearl. You can change the world. Nothing is missing. In the game of chess, nothing is missing. You have everything right here, right now, to win this game. Now... Even if you lose stuff on the board, you still have enough to win. I've lost my queen. I was playing the Georgia State champion. I'll never forget it. I was playing the Georgia State champion, and I lost my queen, and I still won the game. And I go, wow, I played better without my queen. (laughs) Now, in chess, the queen is the most powerful piece on the board. But I teach young people the biggest mistake you ever can do your entire life is to give up. Never give up and stay in the game.
0: When you were growing up, uh, I watched the the video that you have on YouTube. Uh,
1: you had a mentor. Why? Why did he reach out to you? You know, I asked him that. He said he got in trouble when he was a, my age, and someone helped him out, and he was paying it forward. But why? And you? he he purchased me a book, taught me chess, and turned my life around all my life the James Edge because he gave me the winning edge.
0: Well, I'm a person who believes, Oren, that God puts special people in our life for special purposes and that sometimes these people who, for me, in many ways, are like angels that walk the face of the earth. And when I was growing up and went through my childhood, God put four men in my life at strategic times. And if it hadn't been for these men, and my willingness to listen, to pause and listen, um, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, what made you pause and listen to this gentleman?
1: Well, he made chess fun and exciting. He made it interesting. And you know, six of my siblings dropped out of high school, but I stayed in high school because of a game, uh, game of chess. Because my teacher made chess. Fun and I didn't realize I was learning, and so I I, I was addicted and he he, had, he, he 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 I was hooked, and so he made it fun. He made it exciting. He showed interest. He took me to UAB, which is a college. He bought, He purchased me a chess book. So he really uh, he really went above and beyond school curriculum and went out of his way to help.
0: Would it be safe to say? That in some respects, he became like a um, a
1: father figure to you. Yeah, he definitely became a father figure because he he took me to UAB, he purchased me a book. Yeah, so he went out of his way because I guess he saw the power of just every child is one successful adult. Every child is one caring adult from being a champion. And I really believe he believed that and he put in energy and time and effort to make sure that I was on the right track.
0: Do you think that, Orrin, in our world today, one of the things that young people are searching for is for someone who will pause in their life, care about them, and mentally, emotionally, and yes, sometimes physically, give them a hug?
1: Yeah. I think, I think. I think what we lack is caring. When people know you, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I think once you show the genuine concern and give them a hug and let them say, you know what, when you win, I win. It's not over until you win. I'm here to help you win. Once children see that, I think it makes a big difference in their life.
0: You what know, get a kick th- out of helping people win. Yeah, one of the things I, I try to teach uh, young people and almost anybody, is the fact that the number one thing that a human life wants to know is that they matter. And mattering to me is a form of love that is demonstrated through caring. Um, Do you feel like that sometimes to some of these young people?
1: Yeah, um, I teach that. I teach young people this. I teach, everybody has a sign on their head saying, appreciate me. So just appreciate people. You know, officer, thank you for stopping me. I appreciate you. Thank you for your service. I apologize for anything I may have done. One of my students said that to an officer and the officer let him go. So I teach people how to appreciate people that we all are one and that, you know, we're connected and we're all cut from the same fault. We're in the same boat and do no harm. Do no harm.
0: Well, I know I keep coming back to this, but to to me, when I I look at what you do and I watch how you do it, it, it's the the most important thing that you, to me, that you do. And that is that you don't walk through the lives of young people. You pause in the lives of young people and you give them that, that word that's on their forehead attention. And I think in every, Every day in so many different ways. Young people today, especially the age that you're working with, I think they're seeking attention. And the home should be the most powerful place that they get that attention from. And if they exactly
1: home training, home training, you know, just be a good human being, you know, pause, ponder, pray before you proceed, because you can make one move in life and never recover. Pause. Partner. pray, proceed, and then you can prevail.
0: Yeah, and and so many times uh, I've watched this in the counseling room. When you have a single parent and they have to work because they're the provider for the home. And so many times in today's world, it's not just one job. They're working two jobs. Sometimes they're working three jobs. So when they get home, they're tired. Mm-hmm. You know, and so they they don't have the time or they don't sense the time to really provide young people with that attention that they need. And I believe that those young people who don't get the attention from home are going to go out into the public. And there's always an element there that can smell that because when you need attention, you give off a scent. And you know, at that time, you're very vulnerable. At that time, you're very programmable. At, at that time, you're looking for someone who will hug you. And there are always people out there whose hug is wrong. And, you know, this is one of the great things that you do is that, again, you don't walk through these young people's lives. You pause in their life. I mean, and, and you know what you do some ways has got to be exciting and exuberant to see what happens but it also has to be draining sometimes so how do you keep your energy high how do you keep rebuilding your energy
1: uh, you know if, I'm glad you said I, I just love it I I broke my ankle one time and I was teaching the class and my when when I was teaching the class my ankle was not broke but when I got what I got done, I broke my ankle that morning. I went to talk to class and did not, I was teaching on a broke ankle because of my adrenaline and did not know it until after the class was gone. It started, I was hurt. So yeah, I, I'm just excited. I can't wait to share what I know. I I, I have a, my deepest heart desire is to share what I've learned so other people can be successful. And I just, I just love it. I, I, I can't wait to uh, teach it to young people. I love it. And so that's how I stay motivated, because I love what I do, and I teach the children as though my life depends on it, because it does.
0: I believe that everybody has a stage in life. I mean, um, and that's... Shakespeare
1: said that. Shakespeare said that. The world Mm -hmm. is a stage.
0: Yeah, and our stage is transitional, because, you know, at one point in our life, we have one stage, and then we graduate because of our experience and our growth. And we find the next stage. So, is is Orrin Hudson on the stage that he's supposed to be on right now?
1: Well, I, I'm 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 moving ahead. Uh, I'm training people to do what I do, and I'm in transitioning to uh, make sure I'm teaching everybody uh, to you know things that I do know, so that they can carry on the uh, the stage of the stage that I'm on now, so that they can uh, keep it going because ever like you say, I'm. I'm constantly growing through experience and uh, knowledge and information. And I'm always trying to better my best. So I, I, I suppose I would say that the stage is always changing.
0: Yeah. And in your 21 plus years of doing what you're doing, what are some of the biggest lessons that you have learned?
1: You got to give to get. You got to give to get. You got to, you got to the secret to winning is giving, give extraordinary value, give first, give second, give third, and walk away because what you, what you put out there will come back to you. So my, 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 my biggest takeaway for people is to make it okay to be a giver, make it okay to give first, give people so much value that they will make you their lifetime connection.
0: So I know a lot of what you do, you do for free. So if, I, if we had somebody who's listening to our podcast today and they said, you know what? This guy could use some help for me. How, could, how can people support what you do?
1: Beesomeone.org. Uh, I'm doing a free event this weekend. It's totally free. It's at 6 o'clock at the W Hotel in Washington, D.C., teaching young people how I'm going to bring my life-size chessboard in there. I'm teaching them how to think things through they can go to be 1.org We, we, we we depend on people who are generous with their support and we need help. And uh, I'm playing a game without pieces, but I, I know the secret to winning is giving and I'm going to always give people value and I'm going to continue to do it. And I just know God being a God of dust will reward my uh, uh, efforts.
0: So I would, I would sense that this is not a job for you, that this is a crusade, or you could call it a mission, or you could even, to me, you could even call it a
1: ministry. It's a calling, it's a ministry, it's a crusade. It's, I'm compelled to do this. I love it because I see the results. I see how I I had a parent call me the other day and say, man, thank you for for getting my child on the right track. I know what I'm doing works because I'm teaching the children an actual experience how to think on their feet. Well, how to choose peace instead of violence. Brains before bullets.
0: Yeah, I, I've I've said for for years, Orin, that the one of the top things missing in most people's lives is that they don't know how to think on their feet. Most people don't think they think they think, but they yeah. really don't. Think. And uh, thinking is a is a process. And when we have people like you who are willing to take the most vulnerable part of our society today, which is young people, and are willing to invest their life, not because it's not just investing time. This is not about investing time. This is about investing your life in these. And you can't invest your life if you're not passionate about what you're doing. And I hope that everyone is, has felt the passion you have for helping young people with the path that God has given you the skills to use. And if, you know, and, and I hope people will see the need that, you know, there are those out there who do what they do because they're passionate and they need help. And, you know, yours is a crusade that makes it can make a big difference in the lives of so many young people. So, is is your website also uh, bsomeone.org?
1: Yes, sir. Everything is bsomeone.org. They can make a donation there. They can support me. We're looking for volunteers. We're looking for treasures. We're looking for tools. We're looking for talents. We're looking for thinking. So there's a lot of tea. We need your treasures. We need your tools. We need your talents. And we need your thinking. So I'm committed to doing everything in my power to teach young people how to be someone. You know, how to choose peace instead of violence. How to make their next move the best move. Don't do the first thing that pops in your head. Pause, ponder, pray before you proceed. Why? Because you can make one move in life and never recover. Your first crack could be a whack. And you can't take it back, so think before you act.
0: Well, and I I've never been real good at playing chess, but I've always enjoyed the game because it's not a it's not a game that you can just haphazardly do because you no. you're, you're going to get defeated before you
1: even start. Yeah, you you yeah, and you got to think it through before you do it, man. I was watching the world champion play, and he was making moves, making moves, make more. And he took eight minutes on one move. Because hey, that one move is game over. Uh, I was talking to a good friend of mine. He was playing at the, end of the World Open, and his name is Stephen Muhammad. And he was looking at twenty five thousand dollars. He going, he had the game won. He was looking at the twenty five thousand he's about to get, and he came out of the restroom and touched the wrong piece, and game game over. Once you touch, you got to move it. Touch move the wrong piece, and game is over. So everything is critical, and you you know moves matter and dreams matter, and all moves are valid, and all dreams are valid, and I tell young people that, that you are important, you matter, and that that you can do difficult things because your mind is a pearl, you can change the world.
0: Well, and I, I, I like the statement, and you've made it, I think, almost uh, four or five times now, but it's one of the most powerful things you say, and that one move can what?
1: Cause you to gain. You can make one move in life and never recover. So think things through before you do it. Pause, ponder, pray, then proceed. Think it through. Wait a minute. Triple check, double check, triple check. I had someone call me the other day. She's an adult now. She has a PhD. She said, Or you taught me something a long time ago. I never forget. I said, What? She said, Check, double check, triple check, then make, then proceed. Check. Double check, triple check.
0: You know, folks, if you're looking for some place where you can take some of the money that you have that you designate to help others, um, you know me well enough to know that I don't bring people to you that I don't believe in. And I don't share uh, audiences with people that I, I don't, think have a crusade in their life. And Orrin and I met, how long has it been now, Orrin, since? At least 15 years. Yep. And I remember when I first met him and heard his story, how impressed I was by him. So I'm going to ask you that if you think and believe that young people need guidance today from positive people, People who are committed to helping them make a difference in their life, then you reach out to be someone.org uh, and uh, support Orton, support what he's doing. Because if we don't start making, helping young people to make a difference in their lives, then we're going to be sacrificing a lot of lives of young people simply because they don't understand what it means to be somebody be the person that god put you on this earth to be and uh oran if you were to leave our listeners with one thought what would it be
1: thank you for listening we we encourage her i invite you to take a look at the work i've done i've been honored by george w bush i've been honored by the fbi I've been honored by a lot of people, and I would love your support. What what we're doing has your name on it, and you could be a part of changing the world, one move, one child, one life at a time. Be someone. And
0: over these 21 years, I think you said it early on, but I'd just like to put it back out there. How many young people's lives do you think you've touched?
1: 88,000. 88,000 kids. My goal is a million, so I have a lot of work to do. I'm doing a workshop this weekend at the W Hotel in uh, Washington, D.C. It's from 6 to 730. I'm bringing my life-size chess board, so you're welcome to come out and join us. I'm just doing everything in my power to teach young people how to play chess, how to make good decisions, and let them know that you have nothing is missing and that you have to surround yourself around people who are smarter than you and Learn from every season you make and don't make the same mistake twice.
0: I appreciate you, Oren. And I appreciate the crusade that you have and how you're helping people. And Thank thank you for taking time to visit with me this morning and to share your crusade with people. Thank you so much.